Welcome into the Hustle Show podcast, NFL, Army, and Navy. I am Drew Martin, joined by Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger, and Mark Zeno stepping in for Kelly in Vegas. As we are breaking down the Army and Navy game, NFL plays for you. Maybe a quick look ahead towards bowl season. Come and join us here on the chat box, Wager Talk YouTube channel. Also, wherever you're downloading your podcast at the Hustle Show podcast, brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer. Dot com hustle 20 at checkout takes 20 percent off check out wagertalk.com best free live odds in the industry going around the horn here chris thurston at ctbet16 on twitter check him out sports bat radio and right here six o'clock eastern time on wednesdays the hustle show podcast ct welcome in buddy how you feeling Jamar and Betts, I'm doing well. Uh, glad to be here. Glad Zeno's joining us here, filling in for uh, for KIV. We got uh, Army Navy coming up here. It's sad that the regular season for college football is uh, is in the books, Drew. We've been talking about it, uh, you know, the past few weeks. It just absolutely flew by. Uh, it was a great year. Excited for. Can't say I'm excited for bowl season. We'll get into that. Uh, excited for the semifinals the playoffs and um the national championship but luckily we do have a few weeks left of uh nfl and it's shaping up to be uh interesting playoffs for the nfl cashed uh, some big bets last weekend so all is good on uh on my andrew good stuff man yeah people were happy in the comment section as well got a little bit upset with me in my uh analysis of the george lsu game but hey is what it is keep the replies coming guys we love reading them uh, we got Adam Trigger at Top Flight SI on Twitter. Trig, welcome in, buddy. How you feeling? Feeling good, Drew. Uh, college basketball has been going great. I did lose one last night, but other otherwise, great start to college basketball season. It's been a great football season. Looking forward to the Bulls. They always seem to go well, and I hope they'll go well again this year. Um, yeah. May may like randomly go to that Army Navy game on Saturday if I can pull it off. My sister lives literally 15 minutes from the stadium, um, so it, that'll be a game time decision. But uh, I've always wanted to go. I've never been to an Army Navy game. Always wanted to go. So might just be like a spur of the moment thing uh, for me this weekend. But yeah, looking uh, forward to the weekend. NFL's been good. Um, so yeah, everything's going well over here. I'm rooting for you, man. Get there, bro. You know, bucket list type stuff. You'd enjoy it. Yeah. Guys, follow him on Twitter. Maybe some in the stadium, you know, updates there at Top Flight SI. And a guy that knows a lot about Army Navy. I'm really happy to have him right here on the Hustle Show podcast. But especially this week, a guy that knows Army, Navy football, knows a lot about college football, college basketball, NFL as well. He's a great uh, sports betting personality. You can check him out at Sports Grid. You can also check him out at Pickwise as well. And uh, his name's Mark Zeno, at Mark Zeno on Twitter. Mark, welcome in, buddy. How you feeling? Drew, it's great to be here with you in this uh, different form. You and I worked together several times before, and, you know, nobody actually fills the shoes of Kelly in Vegas. I'll just hope to, you know, <clears throat> live up to some of the expectation in front of me. But CT, Trig, uh, the, the reunion in Boston was fantastic. Great to be with you guys once again. He's an Army veteran, and we're going to get an Army-Navy breakdown for him for sure. But CT... I got to redo my camera here. I'll throw it over to you, man. Big game breakdown or wherever you want to go with this, bro. Yeah, sure, Drew. I'm going to uh, start with a bowl game, one of the New Year's six ones uh, here, and that's the Sugar Bowl. We cashed our uh, big bet last weekend with K-State in the Big 12 Championship, Drew. And uh, I've bet this numerous times already. I've bet in uh, K bet K-State plus six plus five and a half, plus five, plus four and a half, 
Uh, now it's down to plus three and a half, plus four. Uh, and I'm going to recommend it again here, Drew. Uh, the transfer portal, it's crazy, right? We've already seen as of this Monday, there's been over a thousand players entered in the transfer portal. Drew, Alabama has been getting into the press uh, by numerous players of theirs entering uh, the portal, including five offensive linemen, uh, starting left guard Javion Cohen, probably the most notable one. But they have a total of 11 Crimson Tide players to hit the transfer portal. It also makes no sense for, for the quarterback, Bryce Young, and stud All-American outside linebacker, Will Anderson, each projected to go in the in the NFL top 10 uh, draft this uh, this upcoming draft here to play in the bowl game. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Bama obviously capable of winning this game uh, with the backup Jalen Milrow. But the the team's motivation is going to be within question without a doubt here. We've seen this in the past with Bama on rare occasions that Saban was not coaching in a playoff uh, or title game. His tied his tied teams they they lost in the Sugar Bowl to Utah in 2009 uh, and Oklahoma back in 2014. I can tell you one thing: uh, the Wildcats are are going to get up for this game in New Orleans. True, uh, they beat TCU to claim the Big 12 title and uh, run their winning streak to four. And Coach Kleiman will have his players fired up for this opportunity. This is like playing in the Super Bowl for the Wildcats. It reminds me a lot of last year's Super Bowl when Baylor blasted Old Miss. Bama will be going through the motions uh, down in New Orleans. They don't get up unless they're in the playoff. Play on K-State plus three and a half plus four. Love it. Yeah, that Nick Saban, you know, I, I believe this is the first time he's going to be coaching not in the playoffs, the 14 playoff, right, CT? Was, was he not the coach uh, back when they lost the Sugar Bowl to, to uh, OU? They, they lost 2019. LSU represented the SEC West against Georgia. And right. So they didn't make the playoff that year either. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that's the one I missed. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's very rare, Drew. Very yeah. rare. And um, I, I, I expect this game to – I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, it's Bama, right? You're going to get the public bet, betting Bama no matter what the day of the game, especially when the, the line gets down lower and the, and the, you know, the, the average Joe's out there are saying, Oh my God, Bama minus one minus two against K state. And so I expect this to go below, uh, below three very soon. Drew Martin bets. Yeah. Okay. So that's where you think the, the, the lines go. I mean, that'd be great for K state to end this year, like beating TCU for the big 12 championship and then beating Alabama in the sugar bowl. What an ending there for the fighting KIVs, man. And, and Drew, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I, I'm going to screw the quote up. But Saban said something along the lines recently of um, Kansas State. I think he said this on Sunday when, or Saturday Sunday when he was like trying to to talk his way into the playoff, saying how um, TCU lost to a bad a bad team, team. a bad team. Okay, and then he doesn't get into the playoff, and he draws K State. You gotta imagine that Chris Kleiman and, and the Wildcats have that all over their locker room. This is the Super Bowl for them. All the Alabama players are worried about if they're gonna go pro or if they're gonna transfer next year. No, I love it. I mean, guys in the chat box liking it as well. K State looks to be a little look here out the gate in the Sugar Bowl. Three and a half can get four as well right now. So uh, yeah, K State as the underdog. Uh, we got Adam Trigger at Top Flight SI Trig. What do you got for big game breakdown, man? So, Drew, I'm going to go with a little, like, quick, like, three or four-pack college hoop tonight because I know we had some people ask about it in the chat. 
Um, and some of these games are going to start soon. So I figured I'll do this now. I will save my football game for best bets. Uh, real quick, what I'm seeing on the college hoop board, uh, Kerry W, are we betting Sienna tonight? Um, I don't hate it. It's certainly one of the few sort of things on the board that I think is is a, a, a viable play. They're plus six against Georgetown. I saw it tick down to five and a half. And uh, I will say this, Sienna, they played on Friday. They did not cover, but they won against Canisius. Five guys had the flu. Most of them played, and they just kind of played not a little under the weather. Um, I know they got a couple days off from practice. Everyone seems good to go right now. And, man, Georgetown is not a team that I want to be laying points with right now. They're, Patrick Ewing is a god-awful coach. They find <laughs> ways to lose games. Like, listen, I thought the number was a little bit short. I thought I would have liked like eight and a half or nine to like really, you know, go after this game. Like it's a, the, the, you're not getting the best number, uh, but Sienna could very well win this game. They've already beat Florida State, Seton Hall. They covered against Ole Miss. Um, they're, they're, I will say this guys, they're way better than I expected them to be this year. Coach Karn has the rotations figured out. Javian McCollum is another guy that is probably not going to be on the team in a couple of years. Uh, Jalen Pickett is now at Penn State. Uh, Javier McCollum is awesome. He'll probably be at a bigger school uh, for the, you know, we will probably lose, lose him after this year. But um, Sienna plus six, I think is a solid play. Um, there's one out West tonight that I think uh, it's an ugly one. It's Merrimack plus 19 and a half. A couple games ago, they got Jordan Minor back and they've managed to somehow get blown out back-to-back games. They get their best player back. One of the best players in the NEC conference. He goes for 21 against Boston University, 25 against Vermont, and they still get blown out in both games. I think that this number is just way too big here. Listen, San Francisco is a solid team. Uh, They're coming off a pretty ugly loss to Utah State, but I I don't know if they should be spotting Merrimack 20 here. So I'm going to take the 19 and a half there if I'm betting that game with Merrimack. And one other one, another dog. So a little three-pack of underdogs. Uh, I, I actually... Uh, I lean, so I'll leave this. I think it might be Kelly's best bet. Um, I like Hawaii, and I know she likes that. I think she might have tweeted it out. I think the Rainbow Warriors are getting a couple too many points against UNLV. It may be her best bet. I'm not sure. but uh, So maybe we'll get some more confirmation on the Hawaii play. Uh, but I think that they might be uh, just too big of an underdog against UNLV. So Sienna plus six. Hawaii plus, I think it's eight and a half. Merrimack plus 19. A little three-pack of college hoops. And Sienna starts in about 15 minutes. So, uh, yeah, that's why I want to get them in now. Well, Sienna Saints action there for Trey going soon, guys. Don't want to wait around to get down on that. And, yeah, I saw Kelly saying uh, she like the Rainbow Warriors in the group chat. So, uh, if you're looking for something maybe uh, a little bit later tonight on the college basketball court. Now, Mark, we, we got you. The Army veteran yourself. You know the college football ranks. Uh, were, you, were you going after Army-Navy for your big game breakdown, or should we separate that into, like, its own little middle piece of the show? No, I'll do that for my big game breakdown. Okay. And I could not break down this game without proper appropriately donning the uh, the military cap that I wear. I'm still yeah. serving. I got 23-plus years, and I'm in the guard now. And actually, that flag you see over my shoulder, that flag was actually flown over the Capitol uh, in my name while I was in uh, Baghdad on my first deployment. So they presented it to me afterwards, so I keep it with me. But uh, Love that. All right, Army-Navy, here we go. And, Trig, if you get a chance to go, go. It is absolutely – like, it's not an aesthetically pleasing good football game to watch, but the pageantry and patriotism make it all worth it. it it's pretty awesome, to say the least. Now, when you look at this game, guys, uh, Army has been the better team this year, but Navy feels like the better team as of late. 
You know, this game opened up in some places that Army is a one-point favorite to pick them. We're now seeing it move all the way up to Navy minus two and a half. More on that in a second here. But Army opened up against tougher, more bowl-bound opponents, Coastal Carolina, UTSA, Wake Forest. They lost all those games, but you could say they're battle-tested. The Black Knights finished the regular season winning four of their last six, and their defense toughened up over the last four games, allowing just 11 points a game. Now, flip it for Navy. They started out two and five, but they've covered their last three. Now, those last three games are all against bowl-bound teams, legitimate teams, a 10-point loss to Cincinnati, a three-point loss to Notre Dame that, you know, had that game, had another five minutes left, Navy might have won that thing, and then an upset road win over UCF. So the midshipmen finished the season seven and four ATS while the Black Knights are six and five. Here's the thing. The Army's the better running team and the better offensive scoring team. They average over 300 yards a game on the ground. That's second best in the nation and nearly 30 points a game. Navy's rush defense, though, is top five in the country at 93 yards per game. And the real bugaboo for me, guys, is is that Army allows 196 yards a game on the ground. Now, their quarterback, Tyre Tyler, has completed 50% of the passes on the season for over 300 yards. He's only thrown 16 of them. But here's my fear, guys, is that the Navy rush defense combined with Army's lack of run defense is going to be a real problem for the Black Knights, and they're not going to be able to slow down Navy. Navy's offense isn't great, but um, they're good enough to score against a defense that's going to allow 200 yards a game on the ground. I think Army tries to pass a little bit early, maybe loosen up the Navy run defense. If they can complete a couple and get Navy in a negative game script, it's going to pay off dividends to them. If they can't, and Navy is able to control the pace and the tempo, as much as it pains me to say it as an Army guy, like I fear that Army is, is the wrong side in this one. I got Navy at minus one and a half. It's now at two and a half. I'd probably still lean on Navy anything under a field goal. It's a very traditional scoring game, right? Like you're going to get 17-10. You're going to get 16-13. You're going to get, you know, those kind of numbers scoring. There's not a lot of like odd scoring and teams don't go for two all that much. So um, that's kind of the side. Now, real quick, the total, guys. The total is at 32 and a half. This is an incredibly low number. Yeah. It has gone under the total for 16 consecutive years. The last time it went over the total was 2005. Now, for those that want to do the math, again, 16 consecutive years. Now, get this. Since 2005, head-to-head matchups between all three service academies, Army, Air Force, and Navy, okay, 53 games have gone under a whopping 82.6% of the time, 43-9-1 to the under between service academy games since 2005. I don't think Navy has enough offense to get to 20 in this game. It'll be on Army. Um, I, I think if Army can get to 20, yes, this thing can get over, and obviously Army's going to cover. But still, this feels like an under again to me. Uh, I wouldn't bet against it at this point in time. Weather shouldn't be a factor. It'll be cold and windy, but nothing like rain or snow like we've seen in years past. I fully expect a missed field goal, by the way, as well. So add that into the handicap. But I, I'm going under in Navy on this one, guys, for my big game breakdown. At Mark Zeno on Twitter. You heard him himself. Mark Zeno, check him out, Sports Grid as well. Uh, Mark, great breakdown, man. That was the best breakdown I ever heard for Army Navy game. That was awesome. Yeah. I, I feel like I gotta ask you some follow-up questions here. I mean, sure. look, looking at the schedules, just kind of blimps view here, and you kind of mentioned this Navy's schedule is a lot more difficult. Of yeah. course, Navy's in a conference, the American, which is kind of an underrated conference, in my opinion. I mean, they're playing, like you brought up, UCF. They, they actually beat UCF. They played Notre Dame, Cincinnati, you know, Houston, SMU. And, and like, Army's playing, like, UMass and UConn. So, <laughs> it's almost like, it, 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 where are we at in, like, 
let's say like the last 10 years of this this rivalry do you, do you know who's winning more games and well, Navy went 14 straight years winning the thing and that's why they have such a decided advantage now army's won i think four of the last six right um since they snapped the streak right. and okay. i'll throw one more thing at you guys and this will make you guys scream and if kelly and vegas was here she would absolutely scream but i will say this especially now that the number got to two and a half I know we don't tease college football, but given these two teams yeah. and the fact that the total is at 32, taking Army to plus eight and a half is not a terrible bet. I know we don't tease college, but I'm just saying, if you have an NFL uh, Mark, you like, take Army to eight and a half. I've gotten into an argument with Kelly about this exact thing before. There is so few instances where it, you could do it, in my opinion. I'm pretty sure we got into this same thing the last Army-Navy game, and I, I would have to agree because you're still cutting through the two key numbers, right. and the total is so low. That, like, it's like one of the few spots where I think you could potentially do mm -hmm. it. So it was uh, four years ago, I think it was 2018, when, when Ar Jeff Munkin had Army at 9-4. and four, uh, You know, they were going to a bowl game and everything else. They were Army was favored by 7.5 in that game, okay? And I bet on Army and bought the half point. Final score of that game, 17-10, period. Right. Like, yeah. you're just not going to get – if it's a two-touchdown thing, it's because it's a blow-up in the first quarter and one team is chasing the rest of the way. Like, there's exceptions to every rule right. in life, right? Like, there's very, very few times where I would ever say putting a college football game in a teaser is a good idea. But if in this case, if you want to take Army from two and a half to eight and a half, I say go for it. So I hope Kelly's not watching it. I know she's going to yell <laughs> somebody, pro pro probably me at some point in time. But – <laughs> it's just not a bad idea, given the total and the game and the history of it. It's on your side to take Army to eight and a half. Have no Absolutely. problem with it. Yeah, I mean, the total. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't yeah. disagree with that either. Yeah, the total speaks to it in terms of, like, points are going to be at a premium. The market's telling us that. So to tease it, it means more. That's kind of why the NFL is teasable in college football is yeah. not and plus the fact they're going to be running a lot less plays yes. so it's not the number actually matters more though mark it, I, I was going to ask you from a side standpoint what it, it opened army minus one and a half and now it's navy as high as minus there's, two there's and a, a half. lot of people going on navy right now and they're following the money like if this thing were to get to three i bet on army right yeah. like you just hit that number i'd bet on army and Navy could easily win the game by a field goal, but Army could also win the game, period. So if you get to three, you might not see it till Saturday, but if you get a three, I'd jump on it. It, okay. it looks like it could be trending in that way. I see a yes. lot of two and a half juiced here. So Oh, I talked to so Kel I talked to Kelly about this game earlier, and she she told me that she thinks it's gonna go to three. So for what it's worth, I I think if she was on here right now, she would probably say that she thinks it's gonna go to three. Just oh, that's for good. what that's worth. Maybe there's an echo in here. <laughs> wait did she just did you just say that? i'm just yeah yeah no it's all right it's a, yeah I, i'm the, I, the, the dope no one listens to me anyways I, welcome to the club <laughs> not only I, remember, i'm also the president hey, hey drew before we go into any other games i just want to say right now we should make this a deal not sure if you guys know this next year this game is at gillette in foxborough mass 40 minutes from CT's house. I think the four of us should plan on going next year, stay at I'm my in. house, trash the place, take a limo, go to Foxborough, and see Army Navy. We yeah. can put that I'm, in I'm in. right now. I yeah. mean, I'm sure the wife will co sign on trash the place too. 
She loves it. She'll, she un- she'll understand. <laughs> she'll understand. I'll have to bring more flowers and wine next time. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I, I I love it, CT. I'm I'm in, man. I'm shaking. It, 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 I love how you just like trash the place, and you added in like a, a limo. You were just like, it, it, it's good, man. Has that? Has this ever been at Gillette Stadium? I don't think no. so. Uh, no, it has. It's been at MET Bank Stadium. It's been at the Meadowlands, yep. right? Uh, just not not uh, Gillette yet. So I think that would be pretty cool. And, and Mark be, or awesome. Trig, I, I'm guessing you guys would know. How much are tickets? I mean, I, are they 50 bucks or are they like 500? I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I, I'll be it, the the resale ones. They're not cheap. Um, yeah. But but then again, I, I don't know. There's so many out there for resale. Like it, it seems like the the prices drop on these as it gets closer to game day. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling that this is the type of my ticket handicap here, Drew, is that a yeah. lot of people buy these tickets with the intention of going to this game. And then, and then December rolls. Like, listen, December rolls around. you got Christmas shopping to do. Right. They look at the weather. It's going to be 42 degrees in Philly. Like, and then people say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Maybe, maybe next year. So I don't think the tickets are going to be as expensive as they are right now come like Friday or Saturday. I'd love a good ticket handicap trig. I, I don't know what it is, man. Just you know, handicap and where the price is. I'll even go into games and like, I'll go with my girlfriend, Donahue, and I'll like ask the, the ticket scalper guy. She's like, why are you asking him? We have tickets. I'm like, I just want to know where the market is. You know? <laughs> I do that too. That is classic. It's yeah. like checking out the price of your home, right? You just want to know how much it's actually worth. Right. Yeah. Mark, what do you, I mean, you've been, right? Like, what do you think? The yeah, tickets no, are? I mean, so I went when it was at MT Bank Stadium in Baltimore. Now I was, actually there in uniform um in a semi-working capacity but i got to walk around on the sidelines i mean it was just awesome to be there you know go up to the press box experience the whole thing i mean you know they did the pre-game walk when they're all out on the field like that's the thing about it like you can't just go to the game itself you got to get there and be willing to spend like six hours there to watch all the pre-game festivities because that's really where you get all the sense of patriotism and all the cadets and all the midshipmen are out on the field and they do their chants and everything else. And they line up and they do the drill and ceremony. It's, it, it's pretty special to watch if you've never seen it. Yeah. I can't wait. Love watching the game. And it sounds like next year Gillette stadium. All right, guys. going to be a fun time. So uh, thanks for joining us here, guys, the hustle show podcast. We got special guests here, army veteran, Mark Zeno at Mark Zeno on Twitter. Check him out at uh, sports grid and Pixwise, and right here on the wager talk YouTube channel, the hustle show podcast, six o'clock Eastern on Wednesdays, Adam trigger, Chris Thurston. I am drew Martin guys. We got best bets coming up. Um, huge shout out to the chat box. Everybody joining us live. All the, uh, all the VIPs in here, Abby Jackson, Antonio as well. Gary, nice to have all of you feel free to throw out what uh, you're looking to bet. Any questions as well. And feel free to reply below in the YouTube channel, in the reply section. All questions welcome. We'll answer them on next week's show. Did anybody else want to throw out anything before we get to best bets? Trig, do we have any games that anybody requested uh, here? For um, Yeah, I was trying to monitor the chat. Someone brought up Penn State, Michigan State. That That's a big basketball. That's one of the bigger basketball games tonight. I, I broke this one down. Minutes. Yeah, it's coming up, so I figured I'll just touch on it quick. Um, I like Penn State. I love Penn State this year as a team. Um, but I feel like I'd be having to pay a premium number to back them here. That's my only problem with that game. I think Penn State is awesome. I think they could be an outside, like, dark horse in the Big Ten to potentially win the conference, finish top three or four. Um, I referenced Jalen Pickett earlier in the show. Like, he's a stud, uh, transfer from Siena. Guy's like a walking triple-double this year. My pro- and, and Michigan State, they're tired. They're banged up. They've played a gauntlet of a schedule. My only issue is... 
Four seems a little bit much in that game. That being said, um, Michigan State, they're still banged up. They're still on the road. Penn State's got a nice environment for home games. They're typically good at home. So I, I lean Nittany Lions. Just minus four. That, that's tough. It, it's a tough to lay minus four. But I lean Nittany Lions if you force me to there. I, I like Penn State too. And uh, I think Izzo's quote this morning was something along the lines of, we're dead right now. And, yep. Malik, and I just saw Malik Hall is still in a walking boot uh, yep. and not going to go tonight. I saw the Nittany Lions play um, in person Thanksgiving weekend. They played Lafayette, um, but they could shoot the lights out. And uh, Pickett is, is very good, makes a lot of shots. And it seems like that uh, – I forget his name, the coach. It feels like he's doing a good Shrew- job. Shrewsbury is yeah. a phenomenal coach. Yeah. And he is a like phenomenal coach. The kids really like him and respect him. So I, I lean Penn State there too, uh, and I did bet them uh, minus four for tonight. So Drew Martin bets I'll throw one bowl game out there already locked in. You and I talked about this on Sunday night. Uh, it is the, is it the tax slayer bowl? It's a tax slayer gator bowl, Notre Dame in South Carolina went to the oh, total yeah. here guys opened at 50 and a half, which is incredibly low given where these two teams are right now. It moved up to 51 and a half, which is where I locked in. I think it's at 52. Now, look, it doesn't matter who starts a quarterback for Notre Dame, whether it's Drew Pine or wherever it is, they're going to gash the South Carolina defense. In fact, when Notre Dame beat Clemson, um, I think Drew Pine only threw for 90 yards in that game. Like they don't even have to throw the ball that much to be able to score and put up 30 against the South Carolina defense. Plus Shane Beamer, you know, Spencer Rattler says he's coming back. You're going to get the full complement of 60 minutes from this South Carolina offense. That's been on fire as of late. Uh, I think easily both of these teams get to 30. This thing goes way over that 51 and a half where I locked in. It's at 52. I think it's still going to continue to move North. So it's the one bold bet I've already locked in. Like it. Yeah, I can see a lot of points there for sure. Um, Abby asking uh, what Clemson versus Town- Townsend. Any Townsend. thoughts there, guys? It, I, I like Towson a lot, like as a just as a team. I yeah. don't know if this is the best matchup for them. That My, o- my only concern is they, they're, they're a really good team, but Clemson might not be the best matchup for them. And then and based on that, I think that number might be a little short. So a very slight lean to Clemson there, but I, I don't really want to lay six and a half against what I consider to be a very good team. Right. Towson's one of the stronger teams in the CAA, but Clemson, it's an athlete thing, Trig. Like, yep. they have better at, they can jump out of the gym, Clemson, and Towson might just get a little bit outclassed in that sense. Agree. CT, we have a couple more questions. I have one of uh, Baylor and Air Force. Baylor minus six, 49 and a half. Have you had a chance to look at it? I only asked because. Didn't you lock that the moment the bowl came out? <laughs> Didn't you lock that in? You did? Okay. Yeah, so I uh, I texted Trig, uh, what was it, Monday morning when I saw um, – I opened five and a half, right? And I tried to bet five and a half, but it was only available offshore. You c- I couldn't get down on it. Um, then Monday morning, it's six and a half. I texted Trig right away. He's in New York. I said, we got to bet this right now. That number is way too short. I, I made the number 10, Drew. Um, I- honestly, I, I- – think that this is a great spot for Baylor. They get up every year, I told Trigg, whether it's the uh, you know, the military bowl, the, the Cheez-It Bowl, or last year the Sugar Bowl. They love playing in bowl games. They always have. It's a young Baylor team. Uh, there's not going to be any opt-outs. And if there's anybody that enters the portal, Drew, it's going to be somebody that didn't have a significant impact on this year's team. Everybody that is able to come back next year with eligibility plans to come back. And I fully expect them to come back. They love Aranda. Shapin's only a sophomore. The wide receivers are really young. Richard Reese, the freshman who was the big 12 uh, rookie of the year 
absolute beast. They're going to get up for this game. Uh, I, I honestly expect them to, to destroy Air Force by double digits. It went to seven and a half right after Trig and I bet it for like a few hours, then came back down to six and a half, uh, six. I fully expect this to be over a touchdown uh, by the time it kicks December 22nd. So, yeah, we locked that in, Drew. I like it, CT. Yeah, I wanted to ask you because I, I almost feel like going up against the military academy, especially a team like Baylor, that much preparation time for the option, it's almost like you could get out in front of the market move as long as the team's motivated. If they're not, they could get ran through. So, yeah. no, I'd like, like to have that inside information there. Hey, Andrew, I got an email right before uh, we went on this show. Baylor uh, has already sold out their allotment of tickets. So oh, they travel well. The fans are insane. They, uh, uh, you know, it gives them a reason to party a couple days before Christmas. The fans, they will be there. Uh, the place will be very, very loud for uh, for the Baylor faithful. Drew, got, I got uh, yeah, Scott, yeah, go Eddie, Scott, Eddie, Scott, Eddie goes, do you live with Steve Merrill? Same exact background and piano. The inside joke is this is Ski Profits living room. He was the one using this first. Uh, someone asked Kelly if she was in Ski Profits living room on one of the things. This is the stock stream yard. It's like one of three options. The other one's a brick wall. So you either got this sweet-ass living room back here with a piano <laughs> or a brick wall or like an alley. I, I like to be in, in the living room and then, you know, the piano, which I could play, by the way. I took piano lessons for 11 years. Little known fact. That explains a lot. That does <laughs> Anything on the Raiders and Jaguars games, guys? Uh, we wait, got uh, Lonnie here. I don't I, think they're playing. First of all, oh, the Raiders. Wait, CT Bets, don't you like both of those games? So I, I, I don't, I think he meant to say what it, Raiders you know. and Rams, right? Right. So that's tomorrow night. That's Sunday. the Thursday night game. Um, the Rams are become increasingly, I mean, the Raiders have become increasingly way too public for me. Uh, they should, it should be the right side, uh, especially if Baker no. Mayfield starts, but uh, I, I can't back it when it's this public. I, I, I bet the Rams, uh, yeah, uh, like just when you think you could trust the Raiders, you, you, you probably can't. Yeah. Still, I mean, yeah. Is it difficult getting behind the Rams? Uh, you know, Rams should have won last week. Rams should have. They're week. stuck in their first losing season in six years under McVay. They yeah. did play a lot better uh, last weekend. They had that game one for Seattle. Um, I don't know. That all being said, I think McVay and this uh, this Rams. See, I don't think he's going to let them keep losing and just getting embarrassed. They're they're three and nine. I think it's a nice sell high spot for the Raiders um and a buy low spot for for the rams i won't be shocked to see uh to see uh the rams win this game uh tomorrow night and everybody yeah. gets back on the fire josh mcdaniel's wagon correct yeah, yeah. well there are i was gonna say the rams are certainly on my short list for nfl this week and uh the, the 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 raiders benefited the chargers had three offensive linemen out in that game and they were really able to get after herbert which is i think really the reason they were able to win otherwise i don't know if they beat the chargers and i certainly don't think we're sitting here talking about Raiders minus six had they lost last week. So I think there's a lot of value on the Rams. Yeah. I agree with your sentiment, Mark. Uh, the Raiders were the side for me in the Thursday night game. Thanks for asking the question there, Lonnie. Um, but it, it, it it's moving a little bit here. Now we're starting to flirt with a touchdown. And to your other one, I, I read it as you were asking about the Raiders and the Jaguars game, but uh, I, I, I'm not really sure. I, I do like Tennessee, actually, against the Jag. Tennessee Flyers. needs to win badly. They're not going to lose. Yeah. Tribble's not losing three in a row. Derrick Henry has run for 130 yards on the Jaguars defense in three of his last four games. Like, this is a, a Tennessee get-right spot if there ever was one. I hate the three and a half, but still, I have to trust Rabel in this spot. 
Yeah, and it's been bumped up to four now at most spots well, too. I, I, Trevor, I, I, Trevor I like Lawrence is dealing with an injury. Trevor yeah. Lawrence is dealing with an over injury. last week too. Yeah. And it looks like uh, we just got one more question here. Uh, the the what the Lions game people were asking about. If save, save that one, Drew. I'll hit okay. that one. All right. In best bets. Yeah, there save that. Like uh-huh. it, guys. Uh, thanks for all the questions in the chat uh, box. Drew, Again, feel free to reply below in the reply section. We'll answer them next week as well. Yeah, go ahead, Drew. Drew real quick, someone asked about Dolphins Chargers. That was it. That was uh, in there as well. I think just wait and see who has the healthier offensive line because both offensive lines were were really banged up last week. I'm willing to say whoever has the healthier offensive line by game day wins that game. I think it's as simple as that. If the char- if the Chargers roll in with with multiple O linemen out again, they're going to have a really tough time. They don't run it very well. Um, or I'm sorry, they the Dolphins are very good against the run. And uh, but if the Dolphins have a bunch of offensive linemen out, you're probably going to get good value on the Chargers. So that that's my sort of take on that. It's a prime time game. I'll take I'll take the uh, the Dolphins. They they're going to be swimming in the Atlantic and the Pacific. They're staying out west all week. I think it kind of builds up the locker room. Tua eleven and zero versus teams five hundred or worse. Uh, we know how accurate it is when he has time. The Chargers defense line I don't think is very good. I think the Dolphins are the side at minus three guys still available. So that's the way I was looking to go Sunday night football. Adam Trigger, Chris Thurston, Mark Zeno here at Mark Zeno. Mark, we got best bets coming up, man. Um, I want to give you a chance for any final thoughts, though, as well. An Army veteran, we appreciate you stepping up, stepping in. Uh, so have at it, man. If you got a best bet and any final thoughts for the show. All right, best bet will go to the NFL here uh, in staying in divisional games. A lot of divisional games this week. And just remember, divisional dogs this year, covering in a 62% clip. And I'll take one as the Jets uh, take on the Buffalo Bills here in a little bit of a revenge spot for Buffalo. But still... This is way too many points for a Buffalo Bills team this year that's failed to cover as more than a touchdown favorite against the Jets earlier this year, the Lions, and the Packers. You know, I mean, the Jets will have their defense ready to go in this game. You get Sars Gardner against Savon Diggs. That sort of neutralizes things. If it wasn't for Matt Ryan, Josh Allen would have the most interceptions in the NFL. And while they're not predictive, I would still think that the Jets would be opportunistic enough to be able to keep this game a lot closer, grab a turnover when they need to. Look, what do we know about Mike White? To this point, he's been fairly clean, hasn't made a ton of mistakes. That may be enough for the Jets to keep this thing close. It's not like the Bills' defense all of a sudden has been playing fantastic. They gave up 25 to Detroit. They gave up 23 to Cleveland. They gave up 30 to Minnesota. I think all those offenses are better than the Jets' offense, but still, this Bills' defense can be had. You have a bunch of injuries there as well. I'll take the nine and a half with the Jets here for my best best bet this week. Jets as the underdog for Mark Cena. Mark, you said uh, not predictive being the interceptions. You you don't think they're predictive at all? Like if a quarterback throws a lot of interceptions, he's more likely to throw them in the future? I mean, I I can't say I'm going to count on a turnover for it. I mean, the way the Bills cover this one, is if they get a defensive touchdown and Mike White throws a couple of picks. Like, that's how they get free points out of this, that their offense isn't going to score. It's not like the Bills' offense has been operating on all cylinders. I know we associate the Bills, who, oh, by the way, this year are 4-8 and against the number, with putting up a lot of points, and they can, but it just hasn't been the case for them the better part of this year. So uh, I I think the Bills win, but I'll take the Jets to cover. Plus 9.5 across the board here for Mark Zeno's best bet. We got Chris Thurston at CTBet16 on Twitter. Check him out, Sports Map Radio, right here on the Hustle Show podcast. Any final thoughts here, CT? And uh, what do you got for best bets? Final thoughts, uh, Zeno, good friend of ours. Uh, thanks for your service. Thanks for filling in tonight. Always a pleasure. 
Uh, let's cash some tickets this weekend. The reason why I didn't hit on that Jags game at Titans is uh, it's my best bet. So uh, this Jags team, absolutely hysterical to me. Uh, they're hysterical. I'm guilty of backing them last week <laughs> as a minus one and a half point favorite in Detroit. I'm ashamed of myself. They get absolutely blown out. I think it's fucking hilarious every week. These shots, they come in. Oh, the Jags. Every week. The Jags. Every week. So ridiculous. I'm so over it. Uh, That's what the Jags do. You saw it last weekend. They get blown out. Uh, The Jags, 1-22 straight up road team that needed to win the game to cover last weekend. How foolish of me. Uh, We now get some news today, like Trig was saying. On the trigger man, Trevor Lawrence, didn't practice today. Uh, called him day to um, – Peterson called him day to day. He's unsure if he'll be able to go on Sunday. The 7-5 and five Titans team, they've been streaky. Looked like they were turning the corner a few weeks ago when they went on the road and won in Lambeau. Um, they've since they've dropped two straight, like Zeno said. This should be a get-right get right game for them. Uh, last two losses, um, since he at home, and then last week with saw him get blown out. Uh, on the road in Philly, I did give out Philly, so that that was nice for me. But Henry, he like Zeno said, he was non-existent last week versus Philly. Eleven carries for thirty yards. I expect him to have a big game yep. this weekend. Shred that Jags D. Um, the Titans, they're six and one against the spread versus the Jags at home over their last seven. I expect that to improve uh, to seven and one this this uh, this Sunday. I'm going to take the better team at home. This week in division with Mike Vrabel back against the wall, desperate to get his team off the side and get a win here. I played on the Titans minus three and a half. Best bet, Drew. Like it. CT bet 16 on Twitter. We got Trig for best bets, but Trig, mine goes at seven o'clock. Want to give a couple the people yeah. enough time to put it down. Um, going a little bit off the board here. Alabama State and North Alabama. Big battle in the Love state that. of Alabama. North Alabama Lions, 6-1 to the over so far this season. Love these trends right out the gate, guys. I know it's not a big sample size, but still. Alabama State Hornets, they're giving up an average of 80 points per game. So I think North Alabama is going to score a bunch of points, maybe like 90-plus. And when we're betting an over, well, maybe not 90. Maybe 90 is a little bit too much, but 80-plus. Might put us real look looking real pretty for this total of 145. So uh, I think North Alabama, you know, the better, stronger team, they control the pace and they're looking to go up and down the court. So we should get a bunch of possessions. Think this finishes, you know, like 82, 75, something like that. Up and over 145, Alabama State and North Alabama. For my best bet tonight, going in 20 minutes, we got Adam Trigger at Top Flight SI, wagertalk.com. Trig, what do you got for final thoughts and best bets, man? Drew, my final thought is that you never promote yourself, and I want to give you a quick chance. Tell everyone what your college basketball record is over like the last 30 days right now. Oh, I don't have it up, man. But I, yeah, I'm seeing it well. I, I, I know what it, I know like, like a day ago or two days ago, it was 24 and nine. So oh, props to you. That is an insane right. run. Thank you. Uh, essentially, that's essentially the season so far. I mean, really, it's about 30 days into the season. Uh, so shout out to you killing it, College Hoop, so far this year. Um, I And my second thought is I just realized that I'm going to end up getting in a fight with CT Bets in like a day or two as to which short underdog is the better choice for a survivor pick because I love the Detroit Lions this week and we are real slim on options. And um, he likes the Titans. I like the Lions. They're both like right in that range, right, of like kind of short underdogs. Uh, but I love the Lions. It's a 4% play for me, Drew. 
Uh, I, I missed the initial move a little bit, so I gave this out minus 135. And I'll be honest, had I got in earlier or had this not move as quickly, I would have made this a 5% play if I could have got, let's say, minus one. When it moved to two and a half, what I decided to do was just go with the money line, scale it back to a 4%, or that way my risk amount was, was sort of in line with, with where it would be on a 5% play. I love the Lions in this spot. They should have won the first meeting between these two teams, in my opinion. Uh, they were leading into the fourth quarter and, and blew the game late, uh, but it was the game where Amon Rossi Brown got hurt. I believe Swift also left that game with an injury. And, and this is really, so it, it was right around the time Lions played the Patriots where they didn't score a point. It was just a horrific performance. They they could barely field a team. I think it was like they, they didn't even have like a starting receiver. This team got murdered by injuries earlier this year. They've slowly gotten healthy to the to the point where they've gotten, you know, pretty much back to full strength. CT referenced it earlier. They they just blew the Jaguars out of the stadium last week. Uh Swift ran all over them. He's he looks great. Uh the Vikings. I saw something. I don't know who tweeted this out earlier. I thought this was wild. If you reversed yes, every one possession game, Vikings be one and eleven. Yep. The, the Vikings would be one and eleven. Listen, there's something to be said for winning close games. Uh, but the Vikings, in my opinion, have been as fortunate as any team in the league this year. Whereas the Lions really were very unfortunate with the injuries early in the season. I actually, I think the Lions are the better team here. Like, I'm not talking like the better team this week. I think it's very possible the Lions are just a better football team than the Minnesota Vikings right now, now that they're healthy. Uh, the offensive line has been great. Goff is a time to throw. The the like the Vikings are just a very kind of vanilla team for me. I don't think they're going to get a ton of pressure on Goff. Uh, I think the Lions win this game. I love the Lions in this spot. 4% play for me. Best bet. Got it. Uh, DraftKings showing minus 135. Bet online offshore. Love one, that. Minus if you get minus 135, take it because I think it's going to more like minus 150. And I would not be surprised if this hits three. I like it, Trig. Wow. All right. Detroit Lions. Let me throw one more nugget out there for you guys just in case you haven't heard this. By the way, Tom Brady, if you notice this week, is a dog. Tom Brady is a dog in his career, covers the spread over 70% of the time. And when he's off an ATS loss, he's up near 77% of the time. Now, he's going against one of the best defenses in the league, but. Hard to bet against Tom Brady when he's getting catching points. I, I lean Bucks. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Sorry, you know, get that out of there. I, I bet him uh, already versus Mister Irrelevant. Um, it's gonna be a tough, <laughs> yeah. tough game. As good as the Niners are, it's gonna be a tough game. You gotta imagine Brock Purdy uh, getting a little bit nervous playing uh, the goat. Got to think about that all week long. Purdy was born when Tom Brady started his career. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's the first Mister Irrelevant to throw a touchdown in a game. He probably yeah. is. I wouldn't I be surprised. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, he, don't get me wrong. I had the Niners last week. He did a good job managing the game and coming in and make sure they won that game. Yeah. But and, now, like you said, like they're going to have a week to prepare for him. All I know is every time I needed Brock Purdy to do something for me when he was in college, he threw like four picks and I lost. So, <laughs> this is, yeah. He wasn't good like, for me either. Good show, boys. Yeah, great show. Huge shout out to Mark Zeno at Mark Zeno on Twitter. Uh, check him out Sports Grid picks wise as well. We got CT Bet 16 on Twitter. Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger at Top Flight SI. I am Drew Martin. Brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer.com. Hustle 20 at checkout. That's Hustle 20 at checkout. Takes 20% off your order. Gets shipped to you. Check out wagertalk.com. Guys, a lot of free plays up there. Uh, feel free to tail them. Feel free to fade them. Whatever you'd like to do. And also, 
the best free live odds in the business. Check it out, wagertalk.com, live odd screen, NFL, college football, NBA, whatever you're looking to bet, it is all up there, college basketball as well. So that's going to do it for the show. Again, huge shout out to Mark Zeno, Army veteran. Thanks for your service, Mark. Uh, one of the best uh, Army-Navy breakdowns I've ever heard, guys. So go back, rewind. He is uh, betting the game and telling you why. So, uh, yeah, for Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger, Mark Zeno, I'm Drew Martin. Thanks for tuning in. Please smash that like button. Cash those tickets. Cash them.